Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit piranagear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul here with another episode of Karate Cafe. Off my center line is my, is my good friend, Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? Good. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a little respite, a little hiatus, a little break. A little That's summer, right. Summer madness. Um, many of you who listen to the show and follow us on the, on the Facebooks, know that uh, I was I was off. I was traveling. I was You've been a traveling man. I have. I've made a lot of stops all over the world. It was. Um, You've gathered no moss lately. It is not. It was. I think we said. I figured out it was like um, uh, sixteen states. Wow. And, uh, like. 16 states, uh, two countries, two provinces, <laughs> uh, like four time zones, I think. Uh, yeah, um, uh, we, 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 we said, well, but, but, but the highlight for my journey, I must say, was finally getting to meet Dan Williams, co-host of yes, Friday Cafe, that, the that was first the highlight of my podcast. Yeah, that was my highlight of your journey as well. <laughs> we, uh, uh, for, for people who haven't been listening to the show very long, shame on you, um, <laughs> Dan and I have, you know, known each other, I guess, virtually for what ten years? Yeah, like a decade, right? But we yeah. we only Crazy. met this summer, so yeah. uh, in person. We've only seen each other on Skype, like maybe once or twice, right? Because uh, we don't when we when we record this. We the, don't do video. Yeah, we don't do video. Um, but so yeah, it was, and, and you're much taller in real life than. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah, that was great. And it was great to meet your wife and your kid and stuff like that. It was it was really cool. I wish we had gotten to spend more time together, but you know. I know. I wish we got to train a little bit. The um you know, that was one of the things with this whole thing. So for those of you again who who didn't catch up on that, uh we we had some body ring in our house and we normally go to Canada in the summer, so uh we took kind of a roundabout journey. We have a camper, we took a camper. And so one of the things that I tried to do is I tried to visit Dojo uh or mm-hmm. Dojing or whatever. Uh, along school. the way, school <laughs> along the way, uh, and, and and my brilliant plan was this. And not, you know, our sponsor, uh, Bill over there at Prana Gear, he gave me some shirts and uh, some some swag to uh, distribute along the way. And um, uh, that didn't really work out the way I, I planned because one of the reasons, one of the things that we were doing is we were we were leafs in the wind. So um, uh, a lot of the times when I was traveling somewhere. I didn't know until like maybe the day before or a couple of days out uh, where we were going to go or even if we were going to... We had a couple of places that we were going to be. Um, yeah, uh, it's 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 tough when... Um, I don't know. It's it's unplanned like that. that uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough to coordinate that. Yeah, I mean, so I'd, I'd send emails out and, and whatnot and then try and catch up. And sometimes I'd get... Uh, yeah, I, I get a reply back, but like we'd already left. Uh, we were stopped in, um, I believe, what, um, Madison, uh, Wisconsin. And we stopped there for a couple of days and there was a couple of Shawnroo schools there. And I, I reached mm-hmm. out to them and whatnot. And then like the next day, and we were there for like two days, I think. And then the next day when I left, um, they, they emailed and said, sure, stop by. And like, oh, crap. Ah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and that happened more than a couple of times. Uh, we tried, I spent some time in Santa Fe. And, um, I trained in an Aikido school there. Uh, well, and that, it was, it was especially tough because you guys didn't even know like your route, 
right? You right. Would, we were you'd figure weather, out where you were yeah. going next based on where you were now. Right. So it was it yeah. was it was you know drive time and you know uh, work because I was also working and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, regard of that, regardless of that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, it was interesting because I got to drive around and I tried to uh, hook up with Master Ken, our good friend Matt Page. Uh, oh yeah. Traded email. He was busy. He was doing a bunch of stuff. I was really hoping he was shooting uh, some more Enter the Dojo. Oh my gosh, that get... would, if you could make a guest appearance. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But he, he was yeah. in and out. He's a he's a, he's a mover. He's a shaker. So uh, yeah, he's a hustler. That's yeah, for sure. Uh, so we tried to meet up for coffee and and whatnot, and just and and uh, it, that didn't work out. But uh, yeah, I dropped into Keto Dojo and, and met with some of those people. Um, you know, I did. I but just everywhere I went, I would just you know martial arts near me. And, and fire right. up to Google. So uh, it was kind of interesting to go around. Like we stopped in some really small towns, and there, there, and almost always there was at least one martial arts school uh, of some kind. So, there always seems to be, right? Yeah. So uh, and, and and there were some interesting, you know, like it's kind of, it's kind of, and, and this is this this is the in, in, inevitable. Someone's going to email me and and, and say we're. <laughs> it's like you'd go places and like you would see some place and you could tell like they were the only game in town. Yeah. So they kind of weren't even trying. And, uh, right. Like, well, you know, that lack of competition makes yeah. it easy. You know, they, 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 you know, they were all like, you know, Navy SEALs or, you know, they're, ah. uh, you know, Grinteenth degree black belts and <laughs> some system. Well, and had. you know, it's, it's really a shame that, um, that's the case because in in places where you may only have one school available to you, um, to not have that school be what it should be um, kind of sucks. You know, I think the 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 only thing that our our modern age has helped provide us with at this point is. Being able to go out to YouTube or having even online training um, that can, I don't know, m- maybe give people more perspective on um, what they want in a martial arts uh, as opposed to, you know, I think it like a couple of decades ago or I guess even a decade ago, um, it's it was very hard to go out and say... Hey, is, is, is what this person wants, to, what they want to teach me, is it legitimate? Is it something that I can feel good about? Uh, you know, is it something that I'm, or is it, is it going to be something that I'm overconfident with and potentially be harmful? Um, and now you can just go out to YouTube and you can type in an instructor's name. I know that for me, when the, the, the brief couple years when I moved out to Lansing, one of the first things I did was I checked for martial arts schools in Lansing. I found a couple. Um, that's how I found Kent Nelson. And when I found Kent Nelson, I went out to YouTube and I did I searched for his name on YouTube, and I was able to actually see the stuff that he was doing and the techniques was he was using. And in fact, he advertised a lot of uh, salat based stuff. And I reached out to a couple of guys that I know that are very high level in slot and I forwarded them the email or the, the YouTube link and I said, Hey, how's this guy look? Does he look legitimate? Does, you know, can, <laughs> is, is this guy full of shit? Excuse my language. <laughs> um, and I have to change the, uh, the rating. Great. Nah, you have to change the rating or bleep me. Um, but yeah, 
So it, it's nice that in today's world you can do stuff like that. And I would always encourage um, people who have schools to do YouTube videos. Um, and it doesn't have to be very many, um, but every, anybody that asks me about a martial arts school, I always go say, check out their YouTube videos. Um, because if they don't have them, it's so easy nowadays, it almost feels like you're hiding something or you don't want to put yourself out there because you're afraid of criticism, which, you know, well, yeah, that's, that's exactly, the internet's full of trolls, but that's you exactly just turn the I comments would, off. <laughs> exactly where I was going was, um, so one of the things that I noticed as I traveled around was like, I would come upon people and like, um, you know, it used to be, you know, way, way back in the day, uh, there was this thing called the phone book. And whenever mm-hmm. I would travel somewhere and stay in a hotel or whatever, I would open up the phone book and look at the martial arts section to see what was there. Yeah. And and now uh, we have the Google and or the Yahoo or Bing or whatever you want to do. Uh, the Alta Vista. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> SGs. Um, so I go in and, and, and now I just martial arts near me. Go. Uh, yeah. And uh, websites come. It, there were a lot of times where I would come into places and there'd be like, you know, maybe four or five schools, but they had like no web presence. You know, they had right. no, a couple of them, some of them maybe had some Facebook pages, but they didn't really have anything on them. There was no information. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that was one of the things that there were sometimes I couldn't reach out to people because they, they had no email. They had no, right. You, you had know. to, it was a phone call or nothing. Yeah. Or maybe a form and, right. Uh, contact you know, form. And, you know, so, uh, it was it was really kind of interesting that you know in this here they are in the 21st century and there's still a lot of schools that you know their their you know, online presence isn't that strong because I get I get almost you know all of my when people come in it's they find me you know either put something on Craigslist or they mm-hmm. googled it or you know it's always you know some sort of web driven uh, sort of thing and then yeah like you like you point out like I go in there and I click on like there's no you click on the about you know tab or something. And there's really not a lot of information or there's nothing really about the instructor. You know, there's, there's, there's not a lot of, of depth. There's up. no history. Yeah. You know, like my, bio, no lineage. my bio on my website and you know, is, is, I don't think that long, but I think it's fairly succinct, you know, and, uh, and it, you know, has some dates and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, it, so you well, can you swim, know, you know, and, and but yeah. the, the thing that was interesting though, but on the flip side was like, I was, I was somewhere in your fair state and, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't remember if I was in Holland. I may have been in Holland. Um, and, um, I clicked on a, 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 you know, typed in like Okinawan karate and then, uh, a, a thing came up and I clicked on it and I drilled down in the instructor's page and then like the instructor instructor's page. And it was somebody who was in our, not our federation, but kind of in our lineage. Okay. You know, like maybe two steps off. I'm like, Oh, well, we'd have a ton of, but you know, it, uh, that was one of the ones where we just stayed like overnight or, or whatever. And it was right. or like, they didn't have class or, uh, that was one of the, the things that, you know, a lot of times, like by the time we would get into town, it'd be like five or six and we were parking and getting yeah. there and stuff like that. So I already missed a class. So, um, uh, but, but I mean, it, that gave the opportunity to be, you know, um, to kind of touch base with somebody and go like, Hey, look, we have a shared lineage. Uh, because yes. we had one of our, one of our listeners, I, I pointed out that I was in the middle of nowhere and I did a, a search and the only thing that came up was an ATA school. And okay. I kind of made a smart, snarky little comment like, Oh, you know, 
hey, look, I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's ATA school. And um, they made the comment. They said, like, well, have you even visited any of these schools? And uh, I thought about that. And I was like, well, well, no. I mean, no, that was that was a generalization. Uh, con- but, right. Uh, I will state uh, that of all the schools that I contacted, the only ones that responded to me were Okinawan schools. Really? Yeah. Uh, hmm. and, um, and well, they just don't want to. They don't want a karate guy in their school, you know. Uh, well, I mean, well, they're like, like, ugh, karate guy. No I, you know, I mean, there's there's times where you <laughs> know, I mean, there's, I, I mean, I, I reached out to to you know some of the more eclectic schools and, and Taekwondo uh-huh. schools and in the Korean schools and whatever, and you know, I, the only responses I got were from the Okinawa school. And so- I wonder, I, it's funny because I remember something popped up on the Facebook page about um, whether you were going to places and challenging them or something like that. It was just a misunderstanding because yeah, somebody uh, hadn't, li- hadn't listened to the podcast yeah, and they and, just and, saw the Facebook post. And hopefully we'll and, sure um, go back and respond to that uh, and let them know, like, hey, now come listen to the show. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, they didn't understand. But I wonder doing. how many people that you called like was under kind of the assumption that you would want to come in there and like diss their martial art or something. I'm, I'm sure no. a lot. Of, I mean, you know, because we've talked about this before. I mean, there are people who do this. This is what they do right. for their living. You know? Right. And so they they definitely don't want. Um, they don't want criticism. They don't want criticism. They don't want. So you know, I mean, I they, I trained with, uh, at a Shonen school in um, in Minneapolis, and the instructor wasn't even there. He was he he well he came in. He was there when I got there, but he was leaving because they had they had a seminar that weekend and he had some stuff he had to take care of. But he was just like, yeah, go in and work out. Yep. He, he just he'd go ahead and work out. You know, he yeah. shook my hand, said hi, whatever, and then split. You know, and so <laughs> and that that was like, wow, that's a competent instructor. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it, the funny thing too is is that um, I was I was watching again back to YouTube. I was watching some YouTube video of this guy that um, he got. He was you know called and well, no, somebody walked into his dojo and and essentially challenged him. And he was like, look, we, we can spar if you want. We can do some medium contact sparring. I'm, I'm not going to go, you know, bare knuckle, no rules all out with you just because I, I don't feel like getting hurt. Um, because even if you win, you always get hurt. Uh, and he also pointed out, he was like, look, man, you need to be really careful. It was in Hawaii. Um, and there are some really strange and dangerous schools in Hawaii. And uh, he said, you got to be really careful because if, if you walk into the wrong school and you challenge the instructor, you know, th- they could potentially walk you out in the parking lot and just shoot you in the face <laughs> or stab you or whatever and say, I win. <laughs> Your martial art loses because <laughs> my martial art t- tells people to bring a weapon with them. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous game to play to go around and challenge places. Um, but yeah. So, you know, anyway, to kind of come back around, I, I know that for me, if, if someone were saying, I'm looking for a school in thus and such an area, um, if, if it's just even, if it's a basic, you know, a website with the schedule or a Facebook page with the schedule and there's no videos and there's no lineage right up and there's just kind of not even any pictures or something, I'd go... I don't know. I'd put that at the bottom of your list then. It might be. And, and especially those schools, and I always think this is weird, 
that don't have a trial period. Like, if you can come to one class, well, okay, I guess you can come to one class, but you can't get a picture of a school or a style or an instructor from one class. You need to go for, like, a couple of weeks at least. And so I think, you know, here's here's my tip of the day, actually. Um, If you have a school and you're using, like, I think Chrome, for example, um, you want to make sure that you open up what's called an incognito tab, and you can look that up. Um, because when you open up an incognito tab, it ignores all of your previous searches and like your location and it essentially depersonalizes it so that if you do a search for your school or your name or your style in your area, it will give you most accurate results to what everyone else is seeing. And as any kind of business owner, not just a martial arts business owner, you should probably do that on occasion. And just to see, you know, where your results are and what's coming up for you and, and how the public is, is seeing your business, really. Dan's Tech Corner, brought to you by the Dojo Manager. That's right. That's right. The, uh, yeah. You is, know, it's, I, I, I do that from time to time. I mean, just to, you know, see what my search is. I mean, we've got all the analytics and, and whatnot that we can look at on, right. on, on the back end and kind of see, you know, who's hitting what and, and whatever. But... Sometimes, yeah, it's good. Like, like I doing, uh, like I say, when I first moved here, uh, you know, uh, our good friend, my good friend, uh, Tai Yokum, who teaches Goju here, and we had him on the show, uh, a year or so ago. He, um, his dojo name is Austin Okinawan Karate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when I first got here, when you type in Okinawan Austin. Karate Austin, yeah. like he had the first five pages. And right. he, he didn't even have a web page. He, he, you know, he, that's how old school he was. He didn't even have a web page. He just had like links, you know, people that who would, you know, write up something on their site. Right. With his, with his name and then also, you know, and so for the first five pages, so I had to, when I was, when I moved here, I was working for a, a, a web company and I asked our SEO guy, uh, search engine optimization. Uh, and I, I said like, you know, how can I get myself up? And he was like, Oh, you know, do this, do this, do that. And, and, and uh, to get me get myself up to, I finally got up to the first page of, of Google response. You know, hey, you know, it, it, but it took a while. I mean, mm-hmm. I had I had to like actively like fight it to get yeah. going on. Uh, you know, and and but you know, the I'm I'm sure that the part of his advice was that the more kind of the larger networked content you can have, for example, YouTube videos. You know, you put YouTube videos out that then link back to your website then Google will rank you higher because you have more relevant content pointing to your site. Right, exactly. And so, you know, it, it goes, it's everything. If you've got uh, an Instagram page, if you've got a YouTube page, if you've got, you know, again, it goes back to as a business owner, it's, you know, it's not just teaching martial arts, but as a business owner, these are all things that you can do to improve your visibility. And, and in these days, Visibility isn't a big sign out front. Visibility is, you know, what people see online when they search for you. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, so that was one of the things that, that uh, on my trip, you know, mm-hmm. going around, I mean, it, it also helps you kind of map. I, I guess maybe that would have been a good and interesting uh, project that I didn't think about was mapping systems because, you know, you go to some place <laughs> like, like, like up in, um, uh, like in Montreal, when I was in Montreal, there's 
uh, a lot of well, actually, in kind of in Canada generally, there was a lot of Kilkishin, you know, and then oh, like, really? like you know, right? Uh, uh, you know, like here in Austin, there's there's a lot of Tangsudo, and there's you know there's there's so there's you know like look trying to figure out where it started, you know, who was like right. the, the seed that kicked that that made. Well, and I would imagine that styles would have a tendency to cluster, right? I mean. Yeah, I know well, there's yeah, a lot of I mean, there's a lot of Kempo in Hawaii, especially. Well, yeah, yeah. There's well, that's yeah, you because know, it was you know, I mean, well, Hawaii right. is kind of a, a, a hotbed. I mean, there's when when I was in Hawaii, it was it was interesting that like you would find school that it was like literally like you know just old school like in somebody's backyard, yeah, and teaching three people. I mean that because uh, you know space mm-hmm. is a premium. So I mean, there, yeah. was a, there was a Gracie school there, you know, right as they started blowing up, and you know you couldn't get in their class because there was a waiting list. You know, but and they were also charging hundreds of dollars, which at that time was serious money. You know, um, well, yeah, you know, so, uh, it, but 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 there was, you know, it was it was a lot of stuff was kind of you know quote unquote underground. It was like smaller, smaller mm-hmm. stuff. But if you go to and it's, you go to you any know, good size stuff... city, if you go to any good size city, you know, you should see a pretty good amalgamation. But it seems like there was always like something that kind of bubbled up that there was more yeah. of any one thing. So it's been kind of interesting to map that. Yeah, and you know it's funny because uh, that would be an interesting like Google Maps project to see. Like, I don't know if you could even do it over time. That would be fascinating, right? To see see them pop up um, and kind of spread out because you know, like um, my my Wing Chung school, uh, there have been I think two guys from that school that have started satellite schools, and of course, those satellite schools they're kind of gonna be in or near Grand Rapids. Um, and then, of course, they teach somebody that wants a school, and maybe that person moves to Holland or something like that, and then Holland, Michigan. Um, and then it just start, slowly starts to spread. It's it's probably much more rare that you get somebody like, oh, I'm going to move to North Carolina, and then kind of the lineage is going to start to pop up there. It just takes a long time. But it would be fascinating to see that progression and see where the schools cluster in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. So it was, that was kind of a, uh, and, and like, wow, what's this? You know, the, there was, I, I was in some relatively small town again, like passing through. It's like every time we'd stop for lunch or something, I'd just look. And there was like, you know, just like some, some relatively esoteric sort of systems, you know, like mm-hmm. out in the middle of nowhere, you know, where like somebody had just, you know, moved there for work or something at some point and just right. started their school. So, so it was kind of interesting to see sort of the richness of, uh, of different systems kind of spread That's out, cool. you know, hither, hither and yon. Um, the, uh, and then to, to bring it back to, you know, my, my personal struggle, uh, was, yes. you know, just kind of the thing where, um, yeah, I posted it quite a few times like you know my dojo this morning because the on the other not on the other side of the trip but you know maybe three quarters of the way through the trip uh i wasn't going to go to maine for uh we had a a big seminar there with our uh, kaito iso kisei our grandmaster's son was coming in to uh run a seminar up at one of our schools up in uh, maine mm-hmm. in, in bengal so I, I, I was going to head to that. So while I was going, I was, I was still, you know, training some. I mean, I wanted to train in other schools and meet people and stuff like that. And then, um, but then at the other end, you know, I had to, had to kind of keep my, my, some sort of skill relatively honed because I was going to go right. to this camp. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so going across, you know, I had to like try and, you know, like, 
you know, I had to work every day and we were, we were doing the tourism thing and, and, and whatnot, but I also had to like, you know, be mindful of getting up in the morning, doing stretching, doing some kata, you know. That's, to, that's gotta be hard to fit that in. You know, it, it was. So, I mean, I, I had a little bit every day, you know, I would just do, yep. you know, some of this, some of that. So, and well, then. Well, you, you know, on that topic, I know that one of the things that, um, that I have realized is that, uh, I think one of the big, uh, benefits of martial arts is that at least for a lot of people, it, it exercises your discipline muscle as well. And I think when, when your quote unquote, when your discipline muscle is exercised, you become more disciplined in all other aspects of your life as well. And that's really, really a hard thing. You know, I have been out of practice for a long time now and it's, it's hard to, to get over that initial hump of getting back into things because you're just, you know, you're out of your routine and you're not disciplined and you haven't practiced that muscle in a long time. Oh, and yeah. and again, that, that was the same thing that I ran into like when I came back home, you know, cause we were, we were, oh, for, yeah. like, we were supposed to be gone for three months and then we actually extended for another month. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I came back, which is the longest you've been gone for. right? Yeah. A, yeah. I mean, normally it's just yeah. like a month, right? So, yeah. um, but then when, so when I came back, you know, we had to get back into our routine in our house and, you know, the home and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So then I had to get back into the routine of running a class. Right. And, and you know, so, you know, I mean, and, and I'm sure I'm, I'm like many other of the instructors out there that, like, I work out in my class. I don't just yeah. stand and point and, you know, rub my Buddha belly. I, you know, I work <laughs> out. Well, but I had not really been, you know, a couple, three days a week doing all the basics and doing, you right. know, it, all push-ups and, you know, it's you know, yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't been doing that. I've just been kind of in maintenance mode as, as opposed right. to, uh, you know, production. So right. I, I'm still, you know, what's a, I've been basically about a month, you know, trying to yep. get back up to speed. And one of the things is, of course, doing the podcast, you know, but also, you know, just working out and doing my content, yeah. and doing, you know, so that was a, for me personally, a big jump because it was, you know, like, sort of a, a gentle rise and work out with a couple of people, whatever. And then I kind of pushed it a little bit right before the camp. Mm-hmm. And then the camp was like all weekend. And then there was like maybe a week or two of kind of slacking off after that. And then, and that's, <laughs> and then that's when we went back up and cause, cause we were kind of like, we went to Quebec city and that was kind of a more of a full on sort of tourist kind of run. And yeah. then, you know, coming back down through the, these here in the United States or whatever, it was a little more of a rush because now we were, you know, on the downward you're, to You were ready to get home. Yeah, you know, so there was a little, like, you know, kind of, I kind of Like, let's off. just get there. Yeah, and then, you know, I went and visited my sensei and spent a couple of days and, you know, trained with him and, and met some people. But it, it was just kind of a, you know, and, and on the way back, it was actually kind of nice. There was there were some people um, who reached out to me because I was supposed to come through Tennessee and I got a couple of people who uh, on the Facebook was like, hey, let's meet up, you know, even if we can't work yeah. out. And that was great because that's really kind of a what I wanted and b what I like to see from you know our community, you know that that's attached to this podcast that, with people getting yeah. together. And it was also I really mean glad to see. I think that's the coolest thing about about the the community that has gathered um, with Karate Cafe is that you know it's so funny to me that obviously the original idea behind the whole thing, which I think we've gone through before was that it was going to be a karate podcast. And it kind of evolved into a martial arts podcast more than anything else, which 
I absolutely love um, because I love the fact that, you know, generally what I've seen of our community on Facebook and the forums and things like that, it's, it's really a very open community, you know, of saying, we're, you know, we're all working on our craft and working on ourselves and that's what it's really about rather than saying whose style is best or anything like that. Yeah. I, I, so it was, it was, uh, it was good seeing that, um, both, both that, that openness of, Hey, come train with me, and, mm-hmm. which is really kind of what I wanted. And so next year, yeah. if we do this, this next year, I'm going to try <laughs> and really make it a and little plan more. It. Yeah. Maybe if nothing like big chunks, you know, um, <laughs> right. Uh, of like, you know, we're going to be here. We're going to be here. We're going to be in this area, right. you know, um, between this date and this date. Kind of yeah, thing, yeah. You know, and that way, cause yeah. you know, they'd be like, Oh, well, we'll just come park your camper in front of my house. And then, you know, we'll, yeah. go, we'll yeah. do, we'll go work out. Um, you know what you should do for next year? Um, I've been reading, I've been watching, uh, this vlog on uh, YouTube. It's uh, Casey Neistat is the guy's name. And he does a, a daily video blog, essentially a daily journal. And you should look into next year doing that because I think that would be a lot of fun to have, you know, to carry a camera around with you and say, hey, well, this is what I did today and this is where I went today. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, one of the things I'd I'd start off in the middle when we were up in in Santa Fe for a couple, three weeks and uh, just kind of decompressing and getting out of town was crazy and whatnot. So, and I kind of, I was going to like, oh, I'll start making these little, you know, Facebook videos. Yeah. Talk about stuff. But, you know, that, again, that went out the wayside because trying to fit in. Trying to manage that. All that and the family and then the trip and going to see stuff and the work and whatever. It just kind of fell by the wayside. It's crazy. I probably could have worked it in. There were a lot of times where, like, I'd go somewhere I didn't have internet access. It was uh, a a comedy of errors on on a lot of times. But, um, you know, so, but, but the constant improvement, right? So that's what I want to, I want to try yeah. and make it better next year. So, uh, yeah. but anyway, but it, cool. I, I, I took a lot of heart on coming back and having people when I was coming back into the States, I guess, because I'd had enough, you know, traction with it along the way that people were like, Oh, okay. Now I'm, you know, I'm coming through their area. So we ended up not coming through Tennessee for, for one thing. So, um, we, we, we took a, a, a turn and went to Kentucky and, and whatnot. So, um, we uh, we miss that, but I appreciate all the people who did ping out and, and try and uh, get me to come train with them, and the people who kept uh, the traction going on. You know, the Facebook page asking questions. Uh, yeah. that was that was really uh, good to see. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because like a couple of people said something about I'm not sure this is appropriate or blah 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 blah. But I I really I don't know about you, but I kind of. My thought was that if like the Facebook community could be sort of self-sustaining and not need us, you and I, to to prompt and maintain and stuff like that, and that's exactly what people started doing is they started posting their own questions and just comments or videos or something like that, and that I think is really cool that it's kind of having a life of its own, and that and that people are getting to the to the Facebook group without going through the podcast. Yeah, no, although they still should be if you. If if you are yeah, right, not, both go, go go to the show. Go go do the show. Yeah, the um, uh, it, it, it was good to see because I mean, like you know, there were times where like I just I wouldn't log in. You know, I mean, I'd I'd, I'd hit Facebook every now and again, but I really wasn't paying attention. And then I'd get a notification that you had posted something or somebody had asked a question mm-hmm. or and and uh, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, that's good. That's one. You know, I don't have to don't have to monitor that. I can just um, 
move along with that. I, I, I do regret not being able to train with, with uh, listeners and, and, and whatnot because that was kind of the thing that I, you know, like, like I say, that the highlight was meeting you because we've known each other for so long, as it were. I know. To actually, you know, in person, you know, see and chit-chat and, you know. But that's the same for some of the listeners, too. I mean, I think that some of the listeners have been listeners for years now. And we kind of know their names because they've sent in questions or posts on Facebook or something like that. So it would be kind of cool, cool to connect with those people. Yeah. So so let's let's try it for next year. 2017 is the year that we all come together. Um, <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Anyway, but yeah, so then I came back and, you know, the, the school's going and... Um, you know, like I say, found the keys to the Karate Cafe studio, dusted off some equipment. Right. Uh, we had some scheduling things, and but now we're back, and uh, we're going to try and get back on the horse, get the momentum going back again, and provide really great, interesting conversations for you guys at home or your car or yes. your an internet or wherever your, your treadmill. Treadmill. <laughs> yeah. you play um, play this in the background at your school while you train. Right, exactly. That'd be good. <laughs> and, and encourage all your friends. You know, and speaking of, uh, uh, you know, encouraging people. So the other day, I was there. Um, for those of you guys who are, are familiar with the Netflix, there was a time uh, when Netflix would send you DVDs. Yes. There was these plastic discs that held actual information of movies. Um, Weird, right? Yeah. And, and we still have that on our account. So when I got home... I found these discs that I'd had for like four months, you know, that I didn't, you know, I, I guess we, well, had, I f- we had watched them. I finally canceled mine like oh, yeah? three months ago because I had had my disc for probably a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've had yeah. some for a couple of months. Anyway, so I was like, okay, well, I'll send them back in. And uh, so I sent them in and uh, I got some discs back and opened the disc out. And one of the discs was The Perfect Weapon. Oh, good movie. And I'm like, Holy oh my, smokes. I didn't know it was on disc. I'd, I'd put it in the queue, you know, and, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was there. So, because you can, you never see it anywhere. Uh, you can't stream it. Yeah. Unless, maybe unless you buy it on Amazon or something, but. I guess, yeah. So, I was like, oh, well, poop. Okay. So, so anyway, I got it on disc. So, when I got to class that night, I told my students, I said, hey, I got the perfect weapon on DVD. Yeah. And my senior student said, what's that? Oh, geez. So I kicked him out. Um, <laughs> and then you, he, you, you said, are you in for a treat? Yeah. And uh, I said, and, and then and then it was kind of one of those things. He's, he's a little bit younger than I am. He's, you know, maybe 10 years younger, maybe yeah. 15. And, and then he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot they still did stuff on disc. So it's, it's like that's the whole, like, jump on. But, and, and, I, and the reason why I kind of brought this up was because then I went back and I started looking at my queue, and there were a lot of DVDs, martial art DVDs, on mm-hmm. Netflix. So if you still, if you still are a, a, uh, a disc subscriber, a disc subscriber, be sure to go on there and look because now a lot of the wait times have dropped. Because I mean, no right. one's really getting stuff on disc anymore. They're all streaming it. Yeah. So. Uh, well, and you know, one of the things that uh, I think I posted this on the Facebook group, um, but I had watched a uh, sort of a, a film guy talk about the difference between like Jackie Chan movies and like Matrix, more modern martial art movies. And one of the things that he pointed out, because you know, old school is you have an actual martial artist do martial art movies. Um, but nowadays it seems like you simply train an actor to do the martial arts 
and then they can act and they can kind of do enough martial arts that you can get away with it. Um, one of the things that he pointed out, and I started seeing it more and more as I'm watching these movies, is the when you have a fight in a Jackie Chan movie, the camera, it films the fight and you don't have as many cuts. It doesn't chop up the fight scene so much because you can trust your star to actually have a good choreographed scene as opposed to try to get this these two moves and then cut them in with these the best clip from these two moves and then the so you'll see in a lot of modern fight scenes the camera is just constantly cutting every punch every kick it cuts to another one it cuts to another one and that's because the actors aren't martial artists so it's kind of fun to see some of the older movies perfect weapon is a great example i remember there's one scene in perfect weapon where He's like standing in a semicircle of bad guys. And it's like it's like two seconds, he knocks them all down on the ground and the last Spoiler the last alert. one gets the, yeah, the last one gets gets knocked out before the first guy hits the ground kind of thing. You know? And it, it's the exact kind of thing where they can set the camera up and let it run and know that this guy is a martial artist. He can actually do these moves. Their, their training partners aren't worried about getting hit as much as, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves is, who I've heard is a really cool guy, but I'm sure he doesn't want to get hit in the face and have a big black eye for the rest of the movie. So I think some of the old school movies, uh, while they're, they're paced a lot different than, than modern movies, um, they're a little bit slower paced. They're well worth the watch. Even this, even the, um, uh, the Seagal movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's that's a very interesting piece of homework we should uh, leave the viewers mm-hmm. with. Um, yep, and it's a reason to go out and watch those old school ones. Right, yeah, because I, mean, yeah. I, I think probably you'll look back and you'll see techniques that you go like, oh, wow, I don't remember that being so, mm-hmm. or, you know, it'll be, it'll be, wow, that's so juvenile, or like, wow, that's so, like, you know. Well, and awesome. now, like having that context, I I watch a more modern movie, and the fight scenes almost annoy me, um, because they they're just they're it's it's like watching a a, a music video, <laughs> you know, it's just so chopped up that you can't actually watch the action. It's really just to kind of barrage your senses and go, action is happening right now. <laughs> don't don't worry about what exactly it is. Just action is happening. Um, but I don't know. That's why. A lot of running. Yeah. Right. And that's that's actually one of the reasons I liked John Wick so much is because uh, Keanu Reeves did do a lot a lot of training for it, and they do hold longer shots on the fight scenes. And I think it makes a difference. Yeah. And John Wick too. And theaters near you very soon. That's the, right. Uh, yeah. And you know. And and uh, actually, when that trailer came out the other day, I was I was thinking like. You know, and then I was, I was streaming, you know, looking for something on net, on Netflix streaming. And there was, you know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And I said, like, who'd have thought that guy <laughs> would no be kidding. an action star? Yeah. You know, I've I, heard he's the hardest working guy in show business. Yeah. Though. Oh, well, because yeah. I, I'd read somewhere a long time ago that when he was in Speed, which was like kind of his first sort of action, Big role, action movie, right? Yeah. Like they, they, they had to like basically bribe and cajole him to work out to get in shape for that movie. <laughs> 
And and like now he's you know yeah he's studying jiu-jitsu and he's doing guns he's doing sword work yep. he's doing all kinds of stuff and I guess yep. maybe that was just you know sometimes you're just not ready for stuff there there there's a parable right. in that for all of us that's um, right no hey well you know we just wanted to do this kind of get back on as the a warm up kind of overview of the trip and get back to getting back um, we've got some topics coming up I'm working on some good interviews I I, I it's 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 hard speaking of, of interviews if anyone can get Keanu Reeves. That would be fantastic huh. to uh, yeah to to, to get we need on to there. work on that one yeah yeah I you know I send out from every now and again and I'm I've been uh, Robert Downey Jr. John Cusack I want to you know Michael it's Jai funny White. because I've been I've been I've been pinging those guys on Twitter all the time I always think of these guys like I'm thinking to myself wouldn't it be nice to come on a show and talk about martial arts not talk about your movies not talk about your film career. Just talk about martial arts. That's exactly what you I know. Want. I just want to talk to him yeah. about martial arts. You know, and, yep. and, but anyway, but but trying to. So if anyone can help me figure out a way to get a hold of these people, I've looked up reps and stuff like that. I can't. Uh, there's there's a um, a local guy here that runs another website that's all about movies that I have pinged on uh, repeated attempts, and he's never replied to me. So he he's dead to me, and I don't mm. go to his website anymore. Um, jerk. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, hey, dude, we're all. And then he started a podcast. I'm like, you know, Johnny, come lately. Uh, oh, he's biting styles. That's yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, so we're working on that stuff. But in any case, we will be coming back with some more thought provoking conversations uh, on a hopefully weekly or bi weekly basis. Yes, the podcast is not dead. <laughs> podcast is not dead. We will choose to die. It was just hibernating. That's right. It was just on 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 the on the hiatus. So anyway, uh, Dan, always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure, Paul. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, piranagear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, karatecafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at karatecafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.